Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Perrier Tank Lines. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. And welcome in to the latest edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Round one of the 2023 campaign in the books from Southern National Motorsports Park this past Saturday. They're running the Premier Tank Lines 225. 100 laps of the pro late models and 125 laps of the late model stock cars to kick off the 2023 campaign. Pro late models took to the track first. We'll go to our friends at Flow Racing, Blake McCannis and Eric Brennan on the call. Hey, Strzok, pulls to pit road. Glad you're with us on Flow Racing as we're about to get underway. The 2023 season is green at Southern National. And from the pole, Justin Kreider is going to cement the lead at the end of lap number one. Down the back straightaway, Hopkins, the New England driver who has come south, is able to take third away from Katie Henninger and just behind Carter Langley. Patience being exercised here, but no doubt about it, that 15, you can see the drive off the corner. He's just able to get back to the throttle so much earlier than Ashton Higgins right now. And I think Higgins smartly doesn't put up much of a fight. So Mike Hopkins, a late entry up to second. Yeah, you're right, Blake. Hopkins wasn't even on the preliminary entry list that we were delivered here towards the latter portion of the week. Yeah, Rusty Skews right there, and Justin Whitaker as well involved in that early incident, but Hopkins not going to be too patient. Hopkins going to go side by side into turn number one with Skews all the way on the bottom. That's going to block his way to try to get to the race lead as they have to go around the lap traffic, but Hopkins, again, smart and being patient right there to not try to force the issue. It looks like Hopkins and Bochelle maybe had a little bit of contact. Bochelle going to try to get down, and he's going to get slid off the racetrack. He saves it, but is going to lose a couple of spots in the process. Great job by the whole pack not to barrel down on Bochelle, who still tries to muscle his way to the inside. Ashton Higgins into the left rear quarter panel. More cars getting knocked up to the top side of the racetrack as McDonald gets hit by Logan Jones. Brandon Willard with the white flag in hand. Mike Hopkins one lap away from a pro late model victory here on the Cars Late Model Tour as they come through three and four out of Herman, Maine. Mike Hopkins comes to Southern National Motorsports Park and wins the Pro Late Model feature for the Perrier Tank Lines 225. Mike Hopkins, the winner. He crossed the start-finish line ahead of Brian McClendon. Luke Mornay, Justin Kreider, the pole sitter. He finished fourth. Katie Hedinger, fifth. Isabella Robusto, sixth. Ashton Higgins, seventh. Caden Quapple, he finished eighth. Brett Suggs, ninth. Logan Jones rounded out the top ten. Twenty-four pro late models took to uh, the green flag, the largest pro uh, race that we've had since its inception a year ago. After they took uh, victory lane uh, honors with Mike Hopkins, the main attraction, the late model stock car, 125 laps for the Premier Series on the Cars Tour. We go back to Flow Racing for the recap. Pace truck dives to the safety of pit lane. The field is in the hands of Carson Quapel, your defending champion, and the Premier Tank Lines 225 is green. 
A little bit of a stack up further back in the field. Up front, much of the same. Quackle able to clear for first. Second goes to Millington. And a good battle for third right now. Side by side as Brendan Butterbean Queen tries to find his way to the bottom on Deke McCaskill. McCaskill. We, we haven't raced here since 2020, so it's been a couple of years in Cars Tour competition. As you can see right there, McCaskill very quickly able to make his way by Carson Quackle for second. Millington and McCaskill, your top two. And what a great launch for McCaskill. Clear. We'll see if the restart stands. But for now, Deke McCaskill is gone. And Millington left in the dust there on that restart. It's through turns three and four. Deke McCaskill wins the Perrier Take Lines 225 and holds off Carson Quapel in this new era for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Deke McCaskill, the winner. Carson Quapel second. Caden Honeycutt finished third. Connor Hall, fourth. Ryan Millington, fifth. Jacob Hefner, who rode around in the back uh, with a tire strategy game. He charged all his way all the way back to sixth. Brendan Queen finished seventh. Mason Diaz, eighth. Chase Burrow, ninth. And Bobby McCarty round out the top ten. 32 late model stock cars took to the racetrack, took the green flag. Again, we had, uh, we had uh, three leaders, two lead changes. Carson Quapple led the first eight laps. Ryan Millington read there in the middle. And then Deke McCaskill took the lead on lap 71 and never looked back. Late model stock cars will head to Florence Motor Speedway next weekend for the running of the Aaron's 125, presented by Grand Athletic Resort. And we'll preview that race next week on Stickered Up. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out on this segment of Stickered Up. We'll take this opportunity to come down pit road, sticker up, and we return... We'll talk to the most recent winner on the late model stock car side, Dee McCaskill. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Purrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Purrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Purrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit drivepurrier.com to learn more. Practice race at performance racing warehouse home of the prw chassis they feel the thrill of victory and agony of defeat with every customer with a cutting edge track tested chassis they know what it takes to build a race winning machine the prw chassis has a proven track record of wins and championships that speak for themselves when you're ready to take your performance to the next level come visit performance and let them get you in victory lane online at performancecenter.com also Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And you can call Performance Racing Warehouse at 704-838-1400. GXS Wraps is your one stop for all your vehicle and motorsports graphics needs. Since 2018, GXS Wraps has offered turnkey solutions including design, printing, and installation of premium final graphics for fleet vehicles, personal vehicles, and race cars. 100% of our services offered are completed at our 4,800-square-foot facility located in Apex, North Carolina. Check us out on the web, gxswraps.com, or give us a call, 919-213-0371 to get started on your next wrap. GXS Wraps, the official graphics partner of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. For laser cutting and CNC bending, Geo Cut for media blasting and surface conditioning. 
GeoCut South Boston, Virginia for powder coating. GeoCut. On demand laser cut parts. Just go to geocutfabrication.com. Upload your part drawing. Select the material and quantity and then see your instant quote immediately with the option to order right then and there. 434-201-4824. GeoCutfabrication.com. 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. One part or one million parts. GeoCut has you covered. Hey, this is Deke McCaskill, driver to 08 per year tank line Chevrolet. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn. Green flag back this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining us in the GSX Rap Studio, the most recent winner on the late model stock car side this past Saturday afternoon at Southern National Motorsports Park, Mr. Deke McCaskill. Deke, welcome back to the Stickered Up Podcast. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having me on. Well, we told you, you were part of our live preview last week, and I, I made the promise to you and Andrew and Jacob. I said, well, one of y'all go win. You can come back next <laughs> week, and you took me up on that. So, uh, man, just a – I think it was – I'm going to say a, a perfect weekend. But, man, when I talked to you on, on Saturday morning, man, you felt really good about yep. how everything had kind of played out. Talk a little bit about the weekend kind of from start to finish. Yeah, we went up uh, Thursday evening and had that open test that Thursday night. So we kind of took advantage of that because we knew the weather coming in Friday. And uh, yeah, we unloaded and um, car was driving like really good. And I told Hunter, and I was like, man, this thing's this thing's right. I said, I don't know if it's the car or the track right now because you know sun went out. Track was kind of cool, had a lot of grip in it. So we just uh, you know made some small changes. Come back Friday, and of course got a wash out there. So we unloaded Saturday and. You know, same way, driving really good, um, had on really old tires, still had plenty of good drive, turning center good, and we mocked up there and, you know, put up a decent time, and, you know, I said, man, let's just race it, it's driving good, it's doing everything I want to do. Um, I didn't feel like we had a, a dominant car by any means, you know, the competition is just so strong, you can't really you know, say that, you know, now these days, but, yeah, had a um, good qualifying effort, uh, third, you know, just missed the pole by just a little bit, and you know, the race just played out right, man. We just sat there and rode. Um, you know, we didn't ride you know, really hard. We didn't want to fall back too far and lose track position because I felt like it was going to be pretty key there at the end. And, um, yeah, that, that last restart we had where I was in uh, second, I was um, I was trying to get by Ryan before that break, but I didn't. Uh, I felt like I was using the tires up too hard to get by him, so I just settled for a second and hoping I could make the outside work. And the restart, the outside line, for some reason, seemed to fire off a lot stronger um, I guess it was just cleaner than the bottom side. And, man, I just got a great launch. I think Ryan spun his tires a little bit, and I just cleared him into one. Um, we got clean air, and, just, man, the car just took off really good. I want to ask you something. We kind of hinted at this on last week uh, on the preview. A little different look for the 08 this year. Yeah, um, yeah. And, man, kudos to Bradley and you guys. That, that thing's badass. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't look like a typical Deke McCaskill. But, man, it is clean. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. And I know you got a lot of compliments, a lot of people, like, turning their heads yeah. when you guys were out there Thursday yeah. and then again on Saturday. Talk a little bit about some of the some of the hype around that paint scheme because yeah. it, it got a lot of got a lot of hype, yeah. obviously. Yeah. yeah, my buddy Rodney Lemons, um, he owns uh, Blackgate Hunting. Uh, Blackgate Hunting products come on board, and that's their color scheme is red, white, and black. And he had mentioned to me in the office, he said, hey, man, he said, you know, what's the chances of us you know, mixing the colors up and kind of going with the Blackgate logo and – I said, hey, man, we can do anything you want to do. Let's let's do it. So Bradley come up with a just an awesome design. We laid it out, got us uh, lettered up a couple weeks ago. And I said, man, let's wait. Let's unveil it at the racetrack. Um, I think it'll be really neat. But uh, I, you know, I got on social media. I don't do that a lot, so I got to get yeah. better at that. Right. <laughs> so we went on Thursday night and kind of 
put the car out there for everybody to see. So when they did see it Friday or Saturday, they understood what the color meant, you know, going back to the Blackgate logo. So, yeah, yeah like you said, just, just really clean. Uh, nothing real fancy, but it, it's, it's, it's a sharp looking car. Probably one of the best ones I've had in a long time. Another uh, another name on that race car that's been on that race car for a long time, Pereira Tank Lines. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had a, a longstanding relationship and partnership with Donnie and his team. And um, Pereira Tank Lines sponsoring the race this past weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, when they sponsored the race at Wake County, you end up in Victory Lane. Yeah. How how important, how special is that for you to, to go to Victory Lane, especially in a race yeah. that Pereira is so involved with? Yeah, extremely special. Um, you know, yeah, it's added pressure because you want to perform well at the Pereira race, and we've able to win two of them here lately. But, yeah, Donnie's been with us for, like I said, last weekend, uh, 17 years now, long, really long relationship. And uh, he was there at the track with us this weekend. I was able to go up there. He couldn't quite get down the ladder, so I got up there and got a picture with him with a trophy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's really cool, man. Donnie's done a lot for my career. Uh, we have an awesome relationship, him and Trey and everybody. So, uh, yeah. Looking forward to, you know, he's also like the white and red colors as well. Kind of matches his outfits he's got going on. So, yeah, it worked out good. It was just an awesome weekend. Rodney was there from Blackgate. He was there in the stands. And, you know, to, to un, um, unveil a new car, a new color, and get in victory lane with all my sponsors there. I mean, it don't get much better than that. Well, and again, I don't know that you – it's almost like a storybook start to the season. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a home game for you, a home racetrack. Um, you hadn't won there in a Cars Tour race since 2016, I believe. With his, mm-hmm. and, and look, Flo even made a comment during qualifying. That's the first time in a Cars Tour race that you haven't started on the front row. Wow. Did you know that? No, but he's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah, started third, right, so yeah, you were just right side. But, but, um, and then in victory lane, I, I, they asked you a question, and I thought the answer that you gave was, was appropriate. They asked you how big was this win, and, and your comment was, well, it's pretty big because these things are harder to win with yeah. the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but where does – I mean – where does this particular win stand as far as – I mean, obviously, yeah. your entire family was there. Your sponsors mm-hmm. were there. Um, at this point in your career, does everyone that you get from here yeah. on, does that become the biggest one? I, I believe so. That's <laughs> why so I mentioned that at Wake County when I won that one. I'm like, yeah. man, this is the biggest race I've ever won um, in front of your hometown crowd. And then we turn around and do the same thing at Southern National. That's a that's a home track to me as well. we got a lot of fans down there. and. You know, I've been racing these cars for over 30 years now, and that's my biggest paycheck I've ever won was $12,000. Yeah. So that's really special. But, but yeah, any – I mean, if we were to turn around and go win car, uh, Florence next week, that's probably going to be my biggest win in my career, you know, because like yeah. you said, the car stores, um, just extremely hard to win. Um, like we said last week on your show, winning one race can pretty much make your year, and to fire off at the first one and win is really special to us. Carries us a lot of momentum into Florence. Hopefully we can – hopefully we can keep the ball rolling. Well, just to foreshadow here, um, there is another Pereer Tank Line sponsored event for the Cars Tour later in the year mm-hmm. at Wake County. Mm-hmm. How much pressure <laughs> you put on yourself to, to to perform well at that racetrack, being yeah. that it's literally a mile and a half away yeah. from the house? Oh, yeah. That's definitely a lot of added pressure there. Plus, we're the defending winner. And, yeah, everybody's going to be watching the, the 08 Pereer car for sure. And uh, hopefully we can get it done. You know, they got new pavement, so notebooks gone. we got to come up with a new setup. But... Luckily, we're just a few miles from the track, so we can get plenty of test time and hopefully prepare well enough for that event. Now, a guy that you're familiar with and most people in this area, uh, Randy Renfro was actually able to, to do the first hot laps um, mm-hmm. at the racetrack. I believe it was last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he someone that you could call and, and ask 
information? I mean, obviously, I know you'll probably go over there at some point, but like, is yeah. he someone that you can lean on to give you a little bit of advice oh, yeah. on what to expect? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, my dad actually was a uh, my uh, Randy drove for my dad's first ever race car he built was from my dad. Okay. So we go back a long ways. Oh, I, wow. used to, I used to sit in Randy's lap and ride around that racetrack and hold a checkered flag. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That so, is yeah. cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I can call him and uh, just about anything. But, yeah, I heard it was pretty uh, slick on that first outing. Um, I think the track definitely needs um, some rubber built into it. But they got a lot of racing going on this year. Luckily, we go toward the end of the year. So it should be should be pretty gripped up and be ready for us when we get there. Is Is that a particular instance where – with it being a NASCAR track and having weekly shows, um, and Charlie Hansen does a great job over mm-hmm. there, do you find a weekend maybe where you've got a, a bigger gap between cars tour races that you may go over there and run a yeah, Friday night? I doubt it. You know, they're on a different tire, uh, different rules package. So I would really would have to spend a lot of money just to go out there and 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 work, you know, see if it works. But I just feel like yeah. we can go test and, and get it right, you know, a couple of times. Because, like I said, we're just a few miles from the track. and. But yeah, I don't really see us going out there. Um, I, I like my weekends off. I do yeah. enjoy that a lot. And yeah, the car tour schedule this year is uh, really packed with sixteen races. So we're going to try to make it work. But yeah, this uh, this old guy likes to sit at home sometimes on the weekend. <laughs> As does this one. But uh, looking ahead to next week, um, a racetrack that you admitted that you ha- you haven't been really great at yeah. in, in the past at Florence Motor Speedway. Um, but uh, it's a racetrack that has, I think, some similarities to, to Southern National with the tire wear and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, um, and a racetrack that has gotten a lot of hype really the last six months with Dale Jr. running a couple of late model races down there. Yeah. Um, what do you expect heading into um, into week two yeah. next weekend? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it because it was two years ago, last car tour race we were there, and we actually finished 10th, and we went there the first time with, with the 19 car with Marcus and ended up six, but I think the RNS notebook is thicker this year than it yeah. was two years ago. So I just I feel like I'm, I know the car, I know the chassis a lot more. Uh, Marcus has got some good ideas about going down there. We've already talked about it. So I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully Friday looks good so we can test. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of always nervous about that, you know, not getting able to practice and have to show up there Saturday. So hopefully um, the weather looks good and we can get it right for Friday. Um, I can't really get down there and test like I would like to, but – I think we'll um I think we'll be okay. I'm excited about it. And as we, we, we talked before we went on on the air, one of the things that, that Marcus was was really adamant about when he started RNS race cars was was a team concept and mm-hmm. be able to share information. Yeah. Um how much do you benefit from that in, in understanding being able to call him and see, you know, shared information between yeah. you and, and Bobby McCarty and Jared Fryer and, and yeah. Chad McCombie, all these guys that run an yeah. RNS chassis. Does that help you feel at least, at least like you're more prepared before you unload? Yeah, at a race oh, no track? doubt, no doubt. Yeah, that's why he kind of built this this deal off of was, um, you know, Rick Townsend was kind of like that back in the early 2000s. Was the same way everybody kind of had a good baseline setup, and you know, you don't see many of the RNS cars really out in left field. You know, Marcus usually gets everybody you know pointed in the right direction pretty quick, and yeah, we um, I mean, it's just. It's awesome. I can call him anytime I want to and ask him a, a question, or he can get, he's always got the right answer for me, you know. And uh, the first year we, you know, we struggled. I ain't gonna lie, but um, he always got me back pointing in the right direction. I felt like I was getting down, or, or, or the race was just just poorly, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. I could always call him, and he just say, "Hey, man, just go back to doing this. Go back to doing that, and we'll be okay." So, yes, yeah, um, it's pretty cool. We 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 talked to you last week, and. and 
although you're not a tour in 12 or an annual entry, your your goal is to run all 16, run for yeah. a championship. Um, it's funny because um, some of these some of these guys that have seen that tour in 12 and seen that entry list were under the assumption that you weren't going to run all the races. Yeah. <laughs> and I called, we ain't got to worry about D because he ain't going to run. I said, no, I said, D's going to, he plans on running them all, so that's something you have to contend, contend with. But yeah. um, going into, and I don't know, I mean, I, I, I don't know it, back in 2016 if, if, if it was winning the first race of the year, but like when you go into week two, you've won the first race, you're, you're essentially the veteran. I mean, mm-hmm. the most wins in the cars tour of any active driver that's, that's currently running. Is that added pressure for you? Or are you just to the, to the point in your career that you just, you just go to the racetrack and drive? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there's no pressure at all. I'm just, like you said, I just go there and drive. I'm, I'm not there to impress anybody. I'm not there to move up the ladder to, you know, to race on Xfinity or anything like that. You know, I'm just, I enjoy what I'm doing, but um, it's a really cool stat to have all them starts. I have all them. Uh, I think we got the most top fives. Um, here's, your, here's your stat yeah. line. You've got 85 starts, 11 poles, 10 wins, 43 top five. So you basically finish in the top five 50% of the time. Yeah. Wow. 66 top tens. You've led 1,602 laps, 9,940. You'll be over 10,000 laps after Florence next wow. weekend. Wow. And uh, just a tick under two hundred thousand dollars in earnings. Yeah, that's that's pretty solid. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Pretty solid. Um, you were you were one of the you were one of the first guys when they came out in twenty fifteen and started mm-hmm. the cars tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even at that time, you were one of the sought after drivers that they wanted to be part of this series. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about, about it um, last week. And now that we got a little more time to dive into it with the new ownership and, and kind of the direction it's going. What was your impression of week one under the new ownership? Did I mean, w- were there yeah. things that you could tell could potentially be better or work towards that direction? Yeah, it was it was definitely a lot of hype in the air, you know, with Burton being there and, um, you know, the driver's meeting, I thought was, um, it was a lot of people there, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know oh, yeah. I mean, I, ain't, I don't think I've ever seen that many people at a driver's meeting before. So um, the media deal um, after the race went in the victory lane, I, I don't think I've ever seen that many people – taking pictures you know and doing interviews <laughs> um, this is my fifth one this week so it's yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty cool to win an event like this because you're um, you just you get your name out there for sure but it's going to be interesting to see what these new owners do man um, I don't think that they're going to make a whole lot of changes you know because we got a good thing going yeah. there's no need to really screw it up so Jack and um, Jack's done a great job you know, I've been there since, like you said since the first race and it was um I, it, it was just perfect for us because I was just kind of burnt out doing the weekly stuff. You know, I was just looking for a change or either looking to get out of it, basically. And this tour started, and I was like, man, I need to go check this out. And how am I going to do it going to these different tracks? Um, am I going to be competitive? You know, because it's expensive to travel, hotel rooms and whatnot. But, man, we jumped out that first season and really run strong. We we almost won the title that first year and just been going at it ever since. And it's really cool to see, you know, Junior Motorsports and um, Nelson Motorsports, all these guys kind of stepping into the tour, you know, to go run one race and like, man, this is really cool. Let's come back for another one. Let's mm-hmm. come back for another one. And it just it just adds up. And now, you know, 32, 33 cars starting the race last weekend was pretty impressive. And it's, I mean, half the field's got a chance of winning the thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. competition is just um, is absolutely unreal. It's funny because I've, I've followed this tour since 2015 and and to watch it evolve to what it is um 
you've got these teams like like you mentioned, Junior Motorsports, Nelson Motorsports, Chad Bryant Racing, yeah. um, you know, Lee Falk Racing. Yeah. All these big teams that have yeah. all these resources, <laughs> yeah. right? And then I look at guys like yourself yeah. and, and Craig Moore and, and Ronald Hill yeah. and and those guys that still do it. And you made it very clear in Victory Lane. This is a family run deal. Yeah. You know, it's it's you and, and your dad and, and your son in law. I mean, yeah. it's it's it really you don't have the the technologies and the mm-hmm. all the stuff that you can go down and, and put the car on a plate down in Charlotte or down in Morrisville. Right. Does that make winning these races oh, no more doubt. sweet for you? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Like you said, we're just a you know, backyard uh, team, you know, no full time employees. Um you know, I'd, I'd love for you to come out here and check out our shop one weekend. You know, it's just, it's, it's not a lot to it, but yeah. we make it work. You know, dad gives me anything I need to make that car go faster. That's one good thing. We got great sponsors um, and we work our butts off. Um, we get off work at 530. Sometimes it's me and dad. Sometimes it's me and Hunter. We'll go over there for a few hours and, you know, work on it a little bit. Um, we do close the shop at 12 o'clock on Fridays. That gives a lot of extra time to work on the car to get it ready for next weekend and yeah you know that's where it's really kind of hard for me to just sit here and fully commit 16 races because a lot of these races this year are a lot closer together and some of them are middle of the week but you know we're gonna try our best to make them all um i just can't sit here and say yeah we're gonna be there and run well, for the let, title, let, me but, a, let me ask you about that um because there's two races that are on wednesday yeah um mm-hmm. the the race at caraway which is fourth of july weekend which if you were to make one, I think that's one because I don't I don't know that you guys plan to go to South Boston run the two hundred yeah. lapper on that Saturday. So like it's a, a, that to me was kind of I'd say a trap game. Yeah. But some of these bigger teams that already plan to run that that's that's the one date that kind of mm. stood out to me as maybe a wild card. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously you did not run North Wilkesboro last year. Yeah. Um, I regret it. Did, so can we can we go ahead <laughs> yeah. and make sure that you're yeah, going to be yeah. there this this yeah, this I time? Just, uh, when it came out last year and it was on a Wednesday and um, yeah Jack called me and I was like man I just uh, I just can't do it. He pretty much had a guaranteed spot and I just said yeah. we're just too busy here at the shop and at the time it was just me and Barry working there and. And then we just got too many people that rely on us to keep the cars going, basically. And I just said, yeah. man, I just can't do it. So um, this year we've had enough time to prepare for it. And hey, I told Dad, I said, I'm uh, I'm marking off two days. We got to go to this event because it was uh, it was really special last year. It, it didn't uh, felt bad sitting at home watching that deal. I, I wish I was there. Well, I I wish you were there too. Yeah, I really yeah. do because it it to me, and I actually had an opportunity to talk to Junior after the race and to see. That's where I watched my first cup race. Yeah, so that place yeah. is really special mm-hmm. to me. Um, but to see 20,000 people yeah. in the grandstands, no, granted, 15,000 of them were just watching yeah. the one guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's prob- it, it's pretty, to me, it's pretty obvious that when the green flag flies on that, you're going to be mixing it up with Dale Jr. and Kevin Harvick, yeah. possibly William Byron. I mean, who knows what cup drivers plan to participate in this right. special event. Right. Do you get really excited about the opportunity to, to mix it up with those yeah. guys? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It makes you want to outrun them and you know, even more because you know with all them guys coming in, what's that's going to bring? More people in the stands. So yeah. the excitement's going to be there. And I actually ran a race there in 96. Okay. Last late model stock car race. I was um, just had got into late model cars and we actually made that race. It, it was, you know, 80, 90 cars that showed up, and yeah. we actually made the field uh, on qualifying, so that was a big deal for us back then. But, yeah, I remember that track well and looking forward to getting back there. 
Deke, I can't thank you enough for coming coming back and, and chatting with us, man. I, I I always love chatting with you, man. It's thank, um, you. thank you. It's uh it's really special. And I, I made the comment to somebody um, Saturday after you won. I said if if you're if you watch late model stock car mm-hmm. racing and your favorite driver can't win, yeah. Deke McCaskill's the guy that you want to win. And mm-hmm. everybody I said that to agreed with me a hundred percent. I yeah. mean, then that's, just, that's cool. I think that's a testament to to your professionalism and and, and your commitment to the sport yeah. and doing it the right way. Um I've I've told people all the time, if you want a role model as far as what it means to be um a, a genuine late model stock car driver, Deke McCaskill is that's that's what that's needs to be the role model for you. Thank so you. Appreciate um, I appreciate you coming in, man. And uh, I want to give you the opportunity again to thank all those people that get you to the racetrack and uh, before we get you out of here. Yeah, uh, definitely. Thank uh, per your tank lines. Um, like I said, Blackgate hunting products has come on board this year. We encourage everybody. If you're an avid hunter to go on their website, we got uh, promo codes out now. Uh, promo code Deco eight, 10% off. And if I win on Saturdays, Deco eight wins 20% off. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they specialize in these high-definition trail cameras. Awesome, um, man. So, yeah, just encourage everybody to go check them out. We're trying to help these guys out. And um, RNS Race Cars, Ernest Performance, uh, Mel's Ignition, uh, big shout-out to Bradley at Graphics Unlimited for all his help, Bobby Gregory Weldon, Wayland Geo Special, and uh, all my guys on the crew, man, Hunter, Dad, um, my wife, my kids. Um, I didn't have my youngest kid there with me this weekend, Amber. She won't dare, so that was a – Okay. I won't. Uh, I hated her not being there, but she was at, at Busco Beach having a good time with her boyfriend. They were watching okay. it on the telephone. So yeah, we got to get back in Victor Lane when she gets there. Hopefully next weekend. Well, I tell you what, man. You keep winning races. We'll just make you co-host of the Stickered Up Podcast. You can yeah. come in every talk. We can talk about <laughs> hey, it every weekend, man. It's always uh, it's always fun riding at the Apex. I know what it's for. We've usually won the race before, right. so I don't mind it at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Deke, good luck to you next weekend at Florence, man. Like Thank I said, you. win some more races. We'll get you back home. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it, man. Caution flags out on this segment of Stickered Up. Brandon Willard's got that waving in the air. We'll come down pit road. Sticker up. When we return, we'll close out this edition. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. For laser cutting and CNC bending. Geo Cut for media blasting and surface conditioning. GeoCut, South Boston, Virginia, for powder coating. GeoCut, on-demand laser cut parts. Just go to geocutfabrication.com. Upload your part drawing. Select the material and quantity and then see your instant quote immediately with the option to order right then and there. 434-201-4824. GeoCutFabrication.com. 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. One part or one million parts. GeoCut has you covered. GXS Wraps is your one stop for all your vehicle and motorsports graphics needs. Since 2018, GXS Wraps has offered turnkey solutions including design, printing, and installation of premium final graphics for fleet vehicles, personal vehicles, and race cars. 100% of our services offered are completed at our 4,800 square foot facility located in Apex, North Carolina. Check us out on the web, gxswraps.com, or give us a call, 919-213-0371 to get started on your next wrap. GXS Wraps, the official graphics partner of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. Practice. Race. Win. 
Performance Racing Warehouse, home of the PRW chassis. They feel the thrill of victory and agony of defeat with every customer. With a cutting-edge, track-tested chassis, they know what it takes to build a race-winning machine. The PRW chassis has a proven track record of wins and championships that speak for themselves. When you're ready to take your performance to the next level, come visit Performance and let them get you in victory lane. Online at PerformanceCenter.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And you can call Performance Racing Warehouse at 704-838-1400. Courier Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Courier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a per-year driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to per-year racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit driveperrier.com to learn more. Hey, this is Chad McCombie, driver of the number 16 Aaron's Ford and the cars late to the model stock store. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. White Flag, this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We head to Florence Motor Speedway next weekend for the run-ins of the Aaron's 125, presented by Grand Atlantic Resort. Uh, action will start at the racetrack on Friday afternoon with late model stock car practice. They'll have practice from 3.30 to 6 o'clock and then be back at the racetrack on Saturday afternoon. Late model stock car practice will start at 1.15. Uh, they'll go until... 345. Grandstands will open at 5 o'clock. Single car qualifying for the late model stock car starts at 545. Pre-race ceremonies at 650. And the Aaron's 125 presented by Grand Atlantic Resorts. 125 laps for the Cars Tour late model stock car. Also in action next weekend at Florence, you've got U-Cars, Vintage, Thunder and Lightning, and the Allison Legacy Cars. Again, want to thank our guest here in studio, uh, the most recent winner on the late model stock car side, Deke McCaskill. Also want to thank the folks that bring Stickered Up to you each and every week. Performance Center Racing Warehouse, GeoCut, GSX Wraps, and also our title sponsor for 2023, our friends at Pareer tank lines also want to thank dave perkins and morgan patrick here at broadcasting experts until next week that's the checkered flag this is the stickered up podcast be sure to share this podcast new episodes of stickered up will be available wherever you download your podcasts